everyone. This is Katie Cleary, and we are back with another podcast coming to you live from Lisa's dining room, the studio. Woo! Woo! We are each drinking a little bit of whiskey, different flavors. I've got apple here. Yeah, but here's the difference. Mine's in a nice, fancy whiskey glass. Yours seems to be in a coffee cup as if you're just not owning it. I, yeah, but I, <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong there. I finish my coffee and then I put whiskey in it because I like the earth. And, you know, I'm just trying to save it one. You know what you're doing? You're setting yourself up to be the best future soccer mom. You know, these guys mm. do that. That's what they do. That's that, their play. They is. Yeah. Like with the little Dunkin' Donuts coffee cup on the sidelines. Yeah. That's what I'm doing right now. Look. Yeah. Sip. Mm. Go, Cheers. Jimmy! <laughs> <laughs> you get that ball! <laughs> Ref, you suck! It's the gayest part of your day. Sit back and grab a shot Okay, it's Sunday afternoon. We are behaving. Lisa and I both had to be adult as fuck this week, and it's about to be Thanksgiving, and now we are taking a break and podcasting for you some of our life experiences, and this topic that we're covering this week is making friends, because that's something all adults need help with. When we're kids, it's easy to make friends, and kind of your circumstances dictate who your friends are going to be. You know, if your parents are friends with someone who also have kids, you're going to be friends with those kids. Your cousins, when you're kids, you all go to the same grandmother's house. You're going to be friends with them. As we get to be adults, it becomes a lot harder to make them. Yeah, like when you're a kid, I mean, like pushing somebody over was like a term of endearment or flirting. I like you so much. Shove. Right. Yeah. 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 But uh, now it'll get you arrested. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do that. So as an adult, there are a couple of different avenues you can use to meet friends these days, especially with our digital age. There's so many apps to meet people. One of the ones I like a lot and I've met a ton of friends on is Meetup. I've met probably 80% of the friends that I have right now through a meetup group here in Sacramento. And that allows you to come meet people with similar ideals. That's just kind of one additional step forward in becoming friends is if you know you have something in common with these people. It's a natural icebreaker to say, oh, what brought you to the queer meetup? Uh, I'm queer. Great. Yeah. But like, you know, just like anything else, it's a volume play, right? Like, be prepared. You're not going to love everybody who you meet at these things unless you're a much nicer person than we are. Yeah. But you got to be picky with your friends, people. You're picky with who you date. You know, you can't choose your family, but you can also choose your friends. And friends are the family you choose. Yeah. Right? That was deep, choose wisely. That was was deep. Right. (laughs) No, how many of us would give away a family member here or there? But friends, we can give them away if we don't like them over time. Yeah. And we'll get to that uh, a little bit later in the in the series. Yep. 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 But but definitely meeting people at at the meetup groups. Now, meeting people at work, depending on where you work, should be a pretty easy platform. However, that can get a little dicey, too. Sometimes you want to keep your work and uh, personal life separate. You don't want to eat where you have sex? Sleep or shit or something? Something. We ruined that one. Yeah, but... Don't shit where you eat. Yes. And don't sleep where you have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) Yeah. But what if you're having sex in the kitchen? Because that can be fun. Well, yeah, that's just fun. That's just fun. As long as you don't shit in the kitchen. (laughs) If you're following the term correctly. Great. Yeah, we're we're just going to go full circle how many of these can we get. Great. Okay. But but then outside of that, I mean, here's the thing. You meet one person at work, and this happened to me years ago when I first came out here. It was really tough for me because I came from being kind of this 
social being. That's how I define myself. Mm-hmm. I was kind of the little mayor of the gay world on the East Coast. I came out here and I had one friend. Yeah, talk about a reality check. I went to a bar by myself for the first time and thought I was going to die. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So I-, I think it was great because it put a lot in perspective for me. It made me appreciate my friendships that maybe I hadn't before that. Mm-hmm. And then it made me really sit there and figure out what I do want in a friend. Which um, is a fantastic comment. To get to a point where you understand what you want in any kind of relationship is a sign of maturity, folks. And I encourage you to embrace it. So Lisa mentioned coming here from the East Coast. Lisa is from Connecticut. Or it's like the loser button. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it will always have a place in my heart, folks. Connecticut um, will always have a place it's in my nice. heart. It's nice. It's nice. It's a good place to get a coffee on your way from Boston to New York. <laughs> Not even. Everything's expensive as fuck. Thanks Uh, for trying, though. You know, I was trying. Okay. And I, Katie, lived in Boston for about seven years. And when I came back, I left all of my friends on the East Coast. So we've both been in Sacramento for about five years at this point, right? Mm -hmm. And Lisa and I have been friends for about three years. Mm -hmm. And that was a match made in heaven. And Lisa and I met on a dating website. But here's the kicker. Never once have we tried to date. I read Lisa's profile. I was like, this girl is awesome as fuck. Sent her a message. And I was like, hey, we should be adventure buddies. And Lisa just writes back in all caps, done. (laughs) Exclamation mark. And we started hanging out three days later. And the rest is history. I don't know about you. And and our our current guest here may uh, lend to this case. But I tend to gravitate more towards people from the East Coast without even knowing it. Yes. I So I definitely have noticed a pattern that I get along better with people who have lived somewhere else so not necessarily that they have to go to the east coast but we also have some friends from ohio yeah seems to be a lot right so i have gotten out i've lived away from home like many years of my life and i think that that definitely adds to your world view is go live somewhere where you didn't grow up because to just have the same set of life understanding as you did when you were five versus 40 is just i well, you got to push yourself out of your comfort zone, right? Yes. So, so, I, so I get out here, I have one friend, right? Fast mm-hmm. forward five, six years later, like you said, now I have too many, 50. I don't even want to deal with it, right? We so literally we, don't know how many people we know. R- right. But the, you know, part of the point of this episode is talking about how you go from one mm-hmm. or none mm-hmm. or, you know, oh, whatever, yeah. and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and intentionally building that network and it does take time, folks. Like, don't think overnight oh God, you're going to no. become the most popular <laughs> person in the world. It, a few years ago, and I touched on this in one of the other episodes, I had zero friends. And I came back and I was like, good God, how do I make friends? And I hate people. Um, there's just so many character traits that I don't like. So I deliberately push myself out of my comfort zone to go meet people in different circumstances. So all... During growing up and in college and even in the years after college, I was an athlete. I played baseball and softball and that came with built in friends. And if you're an athlete or if you're in any type of club and you're good at whatever that club is for, you have friends. If you're not annoying as fucking suck at life. uh, Yeah. Don't suck at life. You'll never get friends. Right. So so on that, Kitty, like, what is it then that you're looking for in in your friends these days at this point in your life? These days, I'm looking for people who can carry a conversation, who have a sense of intelligence about them, who can come at me with current events and offer me 
a different perspective on life than what I have. I already know what I think. Yeah. I want to hear what other people think yeah. and why also I want to hear why I don't want to hear just, well, because that's what I think. No, that's who cares about that. That's not really right, an opinion. A good old healthy debate, a little challenging, both on feedback. Oh for yeah. Yourself. Mm -hmm. you know, Someone who can encourage me to grow. I think I've been all about that growth for years I would like friends who can add to that. And I yeah. I don't want friends who are just going to come along and do whatever I'm doing. I don't want to be the leader all the time. It's it's exhausting. It's tiring. But also, I want to go do new things. So if you're into art, take me to an art show and explain to me from an artist's perspective why this is different than yeah. what I am And make it up. And we won't know. We won't know. Just make it up. And, and... On the other side of that, you have no idea how many things I make up and I tell you and you believe me. I've started to figure it out. Looked like a clown at a lot of dinner parties because I repeated it <laughs> and got called out on my shit. I'm just like, kidding. Uh, that's actually yeah. not how you say yeah. that word, Lisa. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> plus, look, if you have a boat, you could suck at many things and we'll probably still be friends with you just because we love boats. We do need a friend yeah. with a boat this right. summer. Right. We've got like five months to find right. that. On it. Not you it. are? Yeah, one of us. But that's like the surface stuff. Slide right? into our DMs if you've got a boat. Yeah. What if they have a submarine? Well, it's and not hey, on the surface. No, canoes don't count. We're talking like a. Oh boat. no no no! Needs or to a have pontoon. a pontoon. Yeah. Okay, pontoon, and there's even a song about that. I um, don't want to have to do any work on the boat. Kayaks, canoes, out of here. No, we'll bring the rentals. alcohol though. Right. Yeah. And maybe if we're adventurous, we'll even bring a friend that knows how to barbecue. Yeah, because we don't. <laughs> but but hey, just like work, I always say, you know, hire people for your weaknesses. Just just like that's exactly what I'm looking for in a friend group too. Like I'm looking for people who can complement my strengths, which isn't many. <laughs> but I, you know, I know my weaknesses, right? Yeah. Katie just helped me put on my duvet cover oh, onto yeah. my bed. Not actually just throw it on my bed because I could probably figure that part out, mm -hmm. you know. But actually put the comforter into the duvet cover. Yes. Like, I chose Katie because she's handy as fuck, among other things, mm -hmm. as a great friend. And also, not the first time I fixed the duvet cover. Also, not the first time I've done a handyman project at Lisa's <laughs> Right, but this is my point, right? Like, I'm I more responsive than you're super. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they suck. Uh, no, but I, I want to find friends who compliment me, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's, I think that's really important. You are looking good in that shirt. Well, yeah, I'm also not wearing a bra. Yvette, <laughs> <laughs> are you wearing a bra? Yeah, loose one. Okay. <laughs> a loose one. Oh, man, loose yeah. math, man. Are you Luke. drinking egg yolks? Pineapple juice. Oh, pineapple juice. Yeah. They throw it away on Saturdays because we're closed for two days and it's fresh. Take it. Oh, my gosh. Take it. Yes. All right, all right so, so we've talked about what you do want in a friend, which mm -hmm. that was deep, man. Thank you for that. Um, but what do you, what, what, who are bad friends? Like, what do you, <sighs> what do you not want in somebody? So I had a friend years ago. So this is just in the years after college when some of my friends still lived at home. And I have this friend who every time they would come over to our house because there's some weekend party, she'd bring a new girl and they're just having sex in my back room for hours at a time. Like, dude, we haven't seen you in two weeks. You show up with a new girl who nobody really likes and you're just having sex on my sheets in my guest room. Slutty Sally. Slutty Sally. You know? And also, we can hear you. So be a little bit more respectful. If you're going to come have sex on my bed, at least have quiet sex so that the entire apartment doesn't need to hear you. Yeah. I think that's a little messed up. Yeah. No, that's just weird also. Yeah. And, 
And then, since they all caught a second wind, like after, you know, like your post-sex nap, it, this is what I'm envisioning is happening. Sex, post-sex nap, they wake up at 4 a.m. when everybody else is about to go to bed, and you wake up, and your brand new bottles of alcohol are gone, because they had a 4 a.m. snack when everybody else is- Slutty Sally sounds like a dumpster fire. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But the, the overall message there is just friends who kind of use you, uh, right? I mean, right? Yeah. Like, that's one of those things. Like, you never want to feel like somebody's not not genuinely being friends with you for the right reason. You can get a little paranoid oh, on that yeah. at times. Oh, but. gosh. And I have seen so many people around, like, in my however many 30-something years old I am, that absolutely- 35? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> my birthday- Loose math. Carry the one. <laughs> Hey, oh, I know how old I am. I was she trying to be aloof. Yeah, got it, slutty Sally. Let's go. <laughs> Next topic. Just telling a story about a friend here. Oh, no. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely was not me. Um, okay. I oh, I did also once have a friend. We, you know, in the years after college, when you're just starting to be an adult, but you don't have to. It's like your first taste of freedom. You don't have any term papers due. You don't have like a ton of parties to go to, but you can host your own whenever you want. That was my life for like three years after college. Time out. So, we just became adults last year. I don't know <laughs> who the hell you're trying to fool. Listen, loose math. <laughs> 12 years, fine. All right. Um, so we're having a night of debauchery, as you will. And the next day, it's time to go to a baseball game. And one of the girls can't find her hat. Like, what? Like, where is Karen's hat? We had no clue. And we're looking, well, is it in the back in the sex bedroom? Yeah. No, was not. So we found it hours later. So the game, we go, we have the game, we go to the after the game barbecue, whatever. And then everyone's back at my house later. And we heat up the oven for some take and bake pizza. And we're like, what is that smell? <laughs> and somebody had hid Karen's Yankees hat in the oven because we were in Massachusetts and the Yankees don't belong here. Right. So Karen's hat melted in my oven and you didn't know how much plastic was in a baseball hat until that day. Was it Slutty Sally? It was not Slutty okay. Sally. Did you ever find out who That's it was? That's why I know exactly who it is. And are you friends with them to this day? I am not, but I would love to hang out with her again. Yeah, because good pranks are always a oh good friend. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is, and you know who this person is too. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, here's the thing, like, that kind of goes to our, like, like one of the other things I think someone needs to bring to the table, and look, that's our, our kind of overall blanket statement. Mm -hmm. You're not bringing anything to the table, like, why do I Then why are we inviting you, you to my dinner? Life, you know? Um, and I understand yeah. that can come off as a little harsh or, or mean, but as I've grown, it's, it's made me realize, like, I don't need to exhaust myself saying yes to everything. Mm -hmm. I don't need to exhaust myself pleasing other people, like... I'm done with it, man. I did that shit for like 30 years of my life. Yeah. And the last three years have been glorious, realizing that like it's not selfish to put yourself first sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's not selfish to own what you want out of every relationship in your life, from who you're dating to who your coworkers are to who your friends are and even your family, your right? Parents. And that's okay. But I do think if you're funny, if you're fun, yeah, like... You're in with me. You can come hang out. Total and dumpster fire the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. like, and a bad look for me. Like, if you're you, in. <laughs> if you're hilarious, but the cops might show up at any minute, you can't hang yeah. out with them. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Have real jobs. 
You know. What's that? Oh, oh, my alarm's going off. I gotta. Oh, what are we? What I gotta are... finish my laundry. The moderators are a mess, so excuse us for this rest as they get their shit together. If you don't have much to offer, you're not going to be able to make friends. So maybe spend some time identifying what it is that you have to offer other people. Maybe you are intelligent, maybe you are smart, maybe you're funny, maybe you're handy, yeah. maybe you're like really into beekeeping. Like everybody has something that they're good at and that they want to be doing. And one of the things that you are good at is a skill or a quality that other people are going to want to like and learn about and be friends with you because every relationship is a give and take. Like you wanna learn something from me, I definitely wanna learn something from you. Maybe all you're learning from me is which place has the best fried chicken. Never learned that from you, but I got the You have, thing. <laughs> because I just keep ordering on your Postmates. Yeah, but great. I, <laughs> great. It's saved in your yeah. history. Well, what about this? How would you weigh loyalty versus fun in a friendship? Which one's more important Loyalty is more important because at the end of the day, we are still adults and life can't always just be about fun. Because with as fun as we are and we can be, we've definitely still also had some real life happen. And yeah, like, with, like no one wants the humorous person like, I'm going through a breakup and they're like, sucks to suck. Yeah. It's like, no, no, yes. I just need a hug. No, like, right. Yeah, I just need a hug. Um, the last time I went through a breakup, Lisa kidnapped me and she texted me in the morning and she was like, hey, listen, man, don't make any plans for today. Pack some extra clothes after kickball because we play kickball. I'm taking you out and we're going to go do this, 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 and this. And we're going to check out this party and we're going to go to this right. person's pool. We're going to go do that. And so that was awesome. I'm friend as fuck. She's friend <laughs> as fuck. Also, dibs. Don't try and steal her from me. Yeah. We'll fight. I will fight you. Now that I just gave away my secret of why we're friends and yeah. how I met you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But listen, she's not even on that app anymore, guys. So don't even try it. Yeah. I, I agree though. I think loyalty or bust, right? As soon as you start, I'm the type where like some people need to earn that trust mm -hmm. um, before trusting somebody. I lead with trust. Until oh, somebody... I definitely lead with you're gonna fuck me over. Mm. It's just a matter of. So then we're, we're opposites. We're there. total but opposites. I think that's okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I think being aware of somebody's red flags and, and common patterns is mm -hmm. important. So if there's a friend that's already on your radar and a couple red flags have come up, like looks folks where there's smoke there's fire so yeah may want to keep an eye on that right yes keep keep an eye on those smoky situations especially in california when we have strong oh winds. too soon <laughs> too soon um, listen but we're friends with a few firefighters wait i have a point on loyalty though before i see you looking at the notes slow yeah, down your spelling sucks i know <laughs> just kidding all in the point of loyalty. Loyalty does not mean you're just going to take my side no matter what. It means you're gonna be loyal to the truth and to my best interest. Like how many actual real conversations have you had with friends where you are not happy at the end of it, but it's a conversation that needs to happen and you need to hear truth. Speak truth to power. <sighs> how am I gonna give this example without giving it away? In a breakup, there are no sides. It's not like, oh, I'm only gonna be friends with Jennifer because she's right always. No, 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 no. Jennifer was a jackass and Jennifer needs to own her apology. 
and go make things right with her boyfriend, right? Jennifer's not just right because I'm her friend. Yeah, like what you're saying, like you don't want to live with a bunch of yes men. Like that's dumb. You know what I mean? Like you want those friendships where you're close enough where you can give that critical feedback and you can really help them grow and evolve. Mm -hmm. Nobody's perfect. No. You know what I mean? But like if you can have a real friend who's going to challenge you, give you that feedback in a way that's easy to receive because some people just suck. Oh, some people are terrible. No, no, back up. We should podcast actually about that, about how to give advice, because some people are just yeah, horrible Lead with at it. something positive. Start, yeah. Start with heart. Right. Lead but, with compassion. But at the end of the day, again, like a, a bunch of yes men aren't going to help you grow into the person no. that you want to be. And I will actually make the case that they might help you devolve and get worse. Oh, friends can bring you down. Because if, if they're negative, especially. Oh, my God. So negative people are a buzzkill. And nobody really wants you around. So if you find yourself thinking, oh my gosh, like nobody's inviting me to events or whatever, maybe take a look at the mirror and think of how is your outlook on life been shaping your social situations and how you behave out in public? Because that can definitely wear on people. We all go through bad times, absolutely. But if you are at event after event after event, off in the corner, sulking, not really talking, even if you're not outright being sad or negative, but you're just kind of over there sucking all the good energy out of the room, you're going to stop getting invitations to things. Totally. Or right, the worst is the people who are just vocal about it. Nobody wants to fucking hear it. No. Look, we're all vent, well, you know what I mean? Yes. But have some awareness, see how people are responding to you, yep. and like enough is enough. However, if those people had good friends... Yep, they'd, reel they'd be back getting in. that feedback and they'd reel back in. And look, yes. we've both been there at different cycles in our Absolutely. life the last few years. And we would tell each other, yo, dude, yeah. get it together, reel right. it in. Or like you have five minutes and then we are walking out of this door and you will be happy for the rest of the night. Totally. And sometimes it's okay to just not go to something. Like yes. if you're not feeling in the mood, yes, it's okay. Like don't go. But if you go and you're negative Nancy and mm-hmm. moping in the corner, like that can really fuck your future brand up because who the hell's going to want you there next yeah. time? Yeah. And also be aware, there's a lot of people who maybe are just having a hard day and they are just barely hanging on to that smile that they still have at eight o'clock at night when you come out and meet them. And if you start going negative, it's going to be a lot easier for them to be negative mm-hmm. too. So be a little bit aware. And if you have good friends, talk to those friends about your negative feelings and your negative outlook. Because listen, like we all have hard days at work. We're going to complain about it for a minute, but then it's over. It's not a recurring pattern month after month after month. And that is where it gets. Yeah. And look like mental health is such a huge issue. These Mm -hmm. days, like, here's the thing. If you don't feel comfortable talking to a friend about this, then they're not a good friend. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, They're not a friend. And and which brings us to, to kind of one of our next points here is, is good friends or just friends in general versus acquaintances, right? An acquaintance to me is, and gosh, I'm now realizing half my friends in high school and college were just that, right? Like our life oh, was one giant party after another. But but have I ever sat down and had an in-depth conversation with them? Not really. Were we there through each other, through heartbreak and whatever? Maybe drunkenly. Yeah, for a minute. You know, like yeah. whatever. But, but now it's like, if I'm going to sit one-on-one with someone for an mm-hmm. extended period of time as a friend, whoo! They better be like a, a in-depth person that I can have a real conversation with. And what I realize is oh, yeah. most people aren't. And that's okay. You need a little mixed bag of both. Absolutely. But also, I think jumping from acquaintance to friend, that's when you then can narrow down who has more values similar to you. Like in, in a group of 15 or 20, 
everybody in that group is going to be able to jive with someone else, mm -hmm. right? Like we're not all going to be friends with Ashley, but maybe I am, right? Right? Like maybe these two will pair off and that's totally fine. You're just like in the next layer of friends, right? Like you have best friends, good friends, friends, acquaintances. And then also there's just people that you'll give them a hug or say hi when you see them out because they're mutual friends of somebody that you've met out there in the ether. At yeah, and probably point. don't remember their name and just call them babe or something. Yeah, we try. <laughs> and That's okay. I think that's fine. Also, individuals can slide in and out of that zone, of that acquaintance to friend zone because we all are growing creatures that over time we might actually discover that we have more in common with this acquaintance than we thought, and now we're going to be friends. Or maybe we grow apart from our friends, right? It, it's it just this yeah. natural ebb and flow of relationships over time, and that's perfectly fine. But what do you do if you were at one point in time, you know, quote-unquote friends or good friends mm -hmm. with somebody, and then you just realize after hanging out with them that you've evolved and you're two different people. How, how do you handle that? There's a couple different scenarios. Then, some of are mature, some aren't. <laughs> then I... I think that we're headed, unfortunately, to the friend breakup. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> you can't sit here. We, what is it? Seats taken. Seats taken. <laughs> we're going to have to get the real clip from the movie because we both suck at that. We're going to try. Yeah. So the friend breakup. It's like a regular breakup. It's like also letting an employee go, but it's with friends. And maybe you give them a warning or two. You give them a chance and you go about it. And that's important. No one should ever be surprised. At work, no. or personally yes. or professionally, yes. right? completely agree. So let's say your friend has done like something so egregious, whatever. Good word. Thanks. <laughs> Can we record Yeah, we're going to have one. We're trying to work on our um, vernacular and vocabulary. Uh -huh. So every time we use a really fancy word, we're going to have a great good words. word. Good vocab. Plus two. Yeah, Plus okay. Two. Oh, yeah, no, we're like a uh, Mario Kart. Do -do 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 -do. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was trying I to do. I think I failed. You did, because I have no idea what you were saying. Okay. <laughs> So, oh my God, now my Sorry. point. Uh, Breaking up with a friend. Breaking up with a friend. It's rough, but it has to happen for your own, both of your sanity a lot of times. Right. Um, if you have a friend who's just bleeding you dry and draining you, you can't be friends with them because of your own mental health. It's not going to be good for you. So you're going to have to sit that person down and say, hey, listen, here are the things that have to change for us to keep hanging out. Or you can say, hey, these are the goals in my life right now. So this is where I'm going to be focusing my energy on. But I notice yours seem to be over here and maybe we'll just hang right. out a little bit less. Or we can hang out and we can have coffee, but I'm not going to drink with you anymore. Yeah. That has definitely happened to me. There are people that I will not drink with. And look, there's day. these, there's, look, there's narcissists. Nobody wants to sit there and no. listen to someone's talking to themselves or talking about themselves. As we have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I think there's a distinct yeah. difference. You know, there's friends who are just shitty awesome. to you. There's friends where it's one-sided, right? They start dating somebody. They stop talking to you. Like, mm -hmm. great, if you want to put all your eggs in that basket, fine. Hey, chump, my pride, I'm not going to be here for you at yeah. the end, on the other side of that, right? And right. like- you go get That's a new fair. boyfriend, girlfriend, and you disappear for seven months. Don't expect us to just be back here like right. with open arms. That's a That's yeah. a betrayal. That's a betrayal. Yeah. Or or like I don't I don't matter in your life then, right? Like mm -hmm. we can, you know, if someone starts dating someone, I think they're I think that you have to uh readjust boundaries and and readjust certain things. But to just stop hanging out with people, that is a that is a very dangerous slope. 
and it's a very intense step too. The level of care and compassion that it takes to have a friend breakup, I think is just exclusively decided by how good of friends you were and how long you Fair. have been friends. Because some people you can just stop texting or, or you know, you just say, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy. And hopefully after the fifth time of them asking you to do something, mm -hmm. if you say no, hopefully they get it. But there's some people who are a little unaware and like, yeah. they don't get it. Yeah, and you need to be- You gotta tell them. There's That's a it. reason that I don't I... enjoy you. That, is that how we're gonna say it? It depends who it is, right? It depends yeah. what they've done. I feel like you're using me for everything. I feel like every time we're together, you talk about yourself. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're a slut and a bad look for my brand. All I you're feel trying like to do you is get sleep drunk with my friends. Fights. Yeah. yeah, all bye. you're trying to do is sleep with my friends. Like, case in point, three of them are right over there. I, <laughs> I've had to uh, have a friend break up with someone because I don't like who they chose to date. And not That's okay. because of that other person specifically, but because I want to surround myself with friends who have goals for themselves and are trying to hold themselves to a higher standard. And so when you are choosing to date someone that you have told us multiple times you don't like, how can I continue to be friends with you? How can I trust your judgment if you're sitting here trying to give me dating advice, but you're actively dating someone you have talked trash about for six months? Sure. I think it goes back to that saying of like, what is it? Like the five closest people in your life. Mm -hmm. The five people you meet in heaven. Well, we're not dead yet. Oh. But hopefully these five people can come to heaven with you. But no, it's like who oh, you, who cool. you spend, the five people you spend your, the mm -hmm. most time with d define you. And they're the ones yes. who are either going to challenge you and make you better. Yep. Or they're the ones who are going to bring you down. And like, it, sadly, what I've seen in people's adult lives is that these days it's almost harder to make friends it's than it is to find a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a significant other. And so people are just hanging on to mm -hmm. shitty friends yep. because they're afraid not to have any friends instead of being intentional about some of these avenues they can take to find healthy friends who will contribute extreme positives mm -hmm. in their life. But it's such a weird thing for us to like admit as a society that like, you know, that that's something we need to focus on because most people are focused on like, okay, I just need to find my person. Right? right. Like I'm the opposite, right? Like I'm not dating. I don't have my person, mm -hmm. but I have a million great friends. Right. And and part of the reason I'm fine being independent and alone, which I think is healthy, mm -hmm. is because I have, I'm getting all of these things other than sex, like I would have out of, out of all my friends. Right. You're getting all those things. Absolutely. No. And you do have a ton of great friends and you have friends from a lot of different walks of life, which also add to your global experience of what is the human condition. And here's 30 different people's take on what it is to be a friend and what it is to be a person and their thoughts and beliefs, which is awesome. But I also, I think we get stuck with our friends and we do have this sense of loyalty of I'm friends with that person. One of my friends posted a picture the other day on Instagram. Was it a dick pic? Not on Instagram. Well, should have been. Should have been. Should have been. Eggplant emoji. <laughs> um, okay. Back I'm just impressed you know what an emoji is. Folks, this is somebody who just got onto Instagram <laughs> religiously a month ago. Yeah, like not even religiously. I still am struggling to know what the difference is between I like when I post a picture versus post to my story right. because I'm not sure which button to push on my phone. Just I yet. was there. I feel you. I got yeah. you. Yeah, but you were there 10 years ago. Yeah. She wasn't going to say it, but I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. <clears throat> so we get into this pattern of hanging on to our friends because, oh, she's been my best friend for whatever. Like, has she been your best friend for 10 years? Or was she your best friend 10 years ago? 
Well put. And that is a very different question. Sure. And that's something that we all have to ask ourselves. And it's okay to move on from friends. You'll still see each other at weddings and for big life events. And that's cool. But you don't have to be in each other's lives every day. Go ahead and surround yourself with people that you enjoy being around currently. Totally. And that make yourself better. And push yourself out of your comfort zone to go meet new people. And let's hone in full circle kind of back to yes. that. And we'll, we'll kind of end out with this. is Katie and I both going from... A ton of friends to no friends, back to too many friends, Mm -hmm. and how we were able to accomplish that. And it's different for everybody, right? Like if you're extremely introverted, like your approach may have to be different than than someone who's Mm -hmm. extremely extroverted and whatever it may be. But there's some real patterns and some real core things that... One of which is like, you're going to have to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Yes. Um, Introvert or extrovert, you have to go out of your comfort zone, right? The whole point of learning something new is that you are growing and growth in itself is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Done. Like, deal with it. You have to be intentional, okay? Mm-hmm. And this comes down to networking and such. But say you you find somebody who seems to be more extroverted, life of the party, seems to have a bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. Like, feel free to latch on to that person with good intentions right. to then meet their friends through them. Like, that's okay. That doesn't mean you're using somebody. That just means you're being intentional in your, in your right. friendships. We all have met people through our friends that we now like maybe a little bit more than our original friend who introduced us. And that's okay. That's part of growing, mm-hmm. right? You go to a party and there might be 20 people you've never heard of before. And five of them really love the same book you do. No matter what it is that you grasp onto, make these connections anywhere you go. And it's going to be amazing the kind of people that you can meet and have in your life if you are actually just open about your intentions and also you know what you want in a friend. Do you want someone you can go to the coffee shop with? Do you want someone you can go on double dates with or learn to golf with or go to the library with? Like what is it that you want in a friend? Are you just looking for someone to go see movies with you? Have an idea and be open to meeting that person in any given situation that you're in. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's important too to have like a a diverse group of friends. Like you can have your best mm-hmm. friend. You can, have, you know, I have seven best friends. I got my straight best friend, my gay best friend, my East Coast best friend, my work best friend, whatever. Yeah. Right? She's not but, wrong, but guys. Each it's, of, not a, <laughs> it's not an exaggeration not, at all. But each of them brings something different about it, right? Like yes. I think if you're looking for that perfect best friend in everybody, yeah. You're not going to find it, right? No, like, nor that's what do you're looking you. for in someone you're dating. That, Fine. Yes. You're going to be there with them for the rest of your life. Whereas friends, there's a reason you can have multiple friends. They'll bring different things into your life. And, and you just surround yourself by a diverse group that can kind of cover all your weaknesses and blind spots. But lastly, I would just say, like, just get out there, right? Like, you never know who you're going to meet. If you're intentional with it, it's okay to say to someone, hey, I'm looking for friends. Like, do you- Because they are too. Yeah. You guys- Newsflash. That's, that's the- Newsflash. One of the most well-kept secret of people our age. We are all looking for friends. Right. Who doesn't like friends? Well, people we don't want to be friends with probably. Well, yeah, you're right about that one. You know? And, and look, I will say, we've probably been a little harsh on some of the people that maybe don't fit our friend mold, but just like relationships, like I think there's somebody out there- for everybody, right? Just Absolutely. because you're different than than what we've maybe described we want to associate ourselves with mm-hmm. does not mean that you can't find somebody within your own criteria, right? Like yeah. if you like staying home every single night, like knitting and doing puzzles, like I, I do love puzzles. I do love puzzles. Actual, I will oh, say that. Slide into you a get, DM. You get my point though. You get my point is that, you know, don't take it the wrong way if you're not fitting into our specific mold. There's friends out there for everybody. And I'll say also, I can be very social. I also have a couple of different friends group with distinct 
distinctly different people in them. Mm. I have one for softball and they're the gayest of the gay and fine. I have also other gayest of gays that are in a queer writer's book club once a month. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. You are not contained to one idea of who your friends should be. Be open, go find people who like what you like. It doesn't matter what else after that. Mm. Do, uh, stay legal, I guess. Don't break any laws while you're doing it. Be, be friends with like a 17 year old? Well, I was thinking like That's where my drugs went. and right. arson and I don't know. Right. Okay. I went straight to really young and weird. We were watching Law and Order all day. So, yeah, that's fair. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you guys very much for joining us. I am Katie Cleary. This is Lisa Figginbaum. And we hope that you can go find some friends. Let us know what works for you in the comments. If you have a good tip, share it with us because we all like friends. All right. Woo. Thank you. Bye. Bye now. We've laughed, we've cried, we've given our advice. We've given advice. Now go forth and live with pride. Yeah, live with pride. Ow.